Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday, me. I'm old. Yeah, but everybody says that. When you're 25, you say, oh, I'm getting old. I'm not 25. <laughs> no, I'm saying you, you see a post from someone that's 25. You're like, you, you little mother. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Come here. You know what we should talk about first? What? Sonic the Hedgehog. That was a funny and amazing bit of my life. Right? Like, first of all, when I saw the first trailer or the preview trailer, I was like, what the heck? It was one of those shows. How could you ruin that? There's there's enough source material with Sonic the Hedgehog and enough sketches that you could just... Within half an hour, a viewer fixed the whole thing. Oh, yeah? He put up a, a new one. No, this is what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I'm not even like a Sonic Hedgehog fan, but you know how cool he is in the video games. And they made him, oh man, a computer he had, animation. He had human teeth. <laughs> Could you go any creepier than putting a, a, an animal like that, fake animal with real teeth? Yeah, yeah. It was like the chef from the Muppets oh, with the birdie, fingers. Birdie. Yeah, yeah. His fingers are real, man. <laughs> I know. That's creepy. Oh, that's creepy. Swedish chef. I love him. I love birdie, him. Birdie, birdie. I used to love that whole show. Yeah. That was a very important part of my childhood. You know who I liked? Beaker. Me, me, me. Beaker. Professor, what was his name, though? Bunsen. Professor Bunsen. Professor Bunsen and Beaker was always... Uh, and My trusty assistant, Beaker, <laughs> will get in this chamber, and I shall now transform him from point A to point B. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not adults, are we? <laughs> I mean, we're, we started this show quoting Sesame Street. <laughs> but no, I'm glad that uh, the director was man enough to say, yo, I, I got this really wrong. I guess the people don't want this fake... They need Sonic a, the Hedgehog, Hedgehog, and they they're gonna go back and redo it. Oh, oh, so it's not it's not being released. No, they're going oh. to, they're going to re, redo the, the graphics. Test audiences out there, yeah, yeah. So now they got a rocket. Just gosh. problem with that is every single um, big YouTuber that that voiced their angry opinion, you know, people with over a million subscribers are now like, we did it, we oh, fixed it. Yeah. So now they're gonna try this for every single movie now. I don't know. I guess I'm always disappointed. If if you have a near and like if you're a Sonic the Hedgehog fan mm. and it's close to your heart, you're never really going to be satisfied. Listen, you know? I got very lucky being a Thor fan that Chris Helmsworth. Heck yeah. Did you know that um, Tom Hiddles, Yeah. That guy. Hiddleston. The guy who plays Loki. That he actually uh, came on set to try to play the Thor role originally. No. So if you go and watch uh, Thor uh, Ragnarok or Thor... Uh, the dark world one yeah. of those two there's a there's there's scenes behind the scenes stuff and they have a scene where he's actually swinging the hammer he looks all buffed up and cut wow. up yeah he's like with his shirt off i'm like and his blonde hair i'm like man you can't think of any other loki but he is him. the greatest he took ownership first of all those two castings are the greatest casting besides uh come on besides Ro robert downey jr robert downey jr chris evans is cap you know is in, in my order of perfectly nailed loki iron man Thor than Captain America. My order. What's your thoughts on Bruce Banner? No. I, I don't I don't hate Ruffalo. Agreed. Uh, I don't I, I like him. I enjoy watching him. His his I like his acting technique. I like how he plays Dr. Bruce Banner. But I don't like Ed Norton, but I thought Ed I, he Norton was a better Ed Norton a, physically is what more, Bruce Banner right, looked but, like but in the a, comics. He's a jerk to work with when I hear. Totally. Not that I know, but you know, if you read I've all the articles. Yeah. I hate an ass. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think I think Garofalo, uh, not Garofalo, Ruffalo plays a, a great Janine Garofalo. Yeah, she's like, you know what? I'm not angry enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, Janine. Speaking of raw, I love Janine Garofalo. By the way, that, there's a scene in the movie where we won't spoil um, Endgame. Oh, actually, let's um, let's talk non-spoiler Endgame, 
And then um, at the end of our non-spoiler endgame, I'll give, I'll blurt out a time. Like I'll, in the recording when I edit it, I'll say skip to this time. So let's do that. So uh, if you have not seen the movie, stick around right now. And then at the end of our non-spoiler sort of talk, I'll give a time that you can skip to. But please, you should have seen it already. I mean, come on. Are you a fan? Even the directors have said the spoiler lift is up. Right. Everyone could talk about it. And I think, uh, so let's start right off the bat. First of all, pre- uh, pre-movie marvel and the russo brothers have done an, another amazing job at keeping so much hidden about what's going to happen incredible in a world where everybody needs to know what's going on needs to find out what happened in the movie a month eight months before the movie comes out their left turn right turn moves their okie dokie shuffle trailers they're amazing because by the time you get to the movie theater, like, I didn't know that was going to happen. It's going to be the new way. It's going to be the new way forever. And I think this, uh, you remember me at, at when I watch previews, I'm like, la, 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 la. Mm-hmm. I close my eyes and stuff because they ruin the movies. Right. And I hope this is a step in the right direction where people are starting to see that trailers are, people are going to see these movies anyway. They're going to see these big blockbusters anyway. You don't need to give away all the jokes on the preview. So I hope this is a step in the right direction of this misdirection. I love it. They even misdirected the actors. Do you know that? Yes, because they have a habit of unintentionally spoiling stuff. Freaking Tom Holland is always like, everyone dies. (laughs) Uh, Ruffalo. Ruffalo was horrible at it. He, he, he didn't even know that he really spoiled the ending. Like he true, like he was in an interview months ago. Not of this movie. We're talking about Infinity no, no, War. No, Endgame. Oh, so don't say anything then. So we're still no, I'm, on saying, I'm not saying what he's going to say, but he was in an interview and he said this was going to happen. Ha ha ha. Months later, that's what happened. Mother, father, so, and he didn't know because he, he, he was wasn't, he was he was misled so he thought something else and he was joking because what he thought was going to happen wasn't what he said oh god he was just he was just being funny just to answer the questions type of thing and i'm like wait and then uh i think tom holland gives away things like that was fun when i was on top of this thing you know and and it's like jerk you're not supposed to know that that thing arrives right (laughs) or that you're even like so so i went into the movie expecting grandiose things amazing stuff helms deep i always call it you know why why well like in lord of the rings because they were the first ones to go to town on like full battle scenes full battle scenes so my code for seeing that the first time helms deep because in lord of the rings that was the first time when i was like wow lord of the rings so were you expecting helms deep like another massive i was expecting massive battles massive drops of knowledge massive changes massive things of like I can't believe they did that. They really did that. Yeah. I wasn't disappointed. Yeah. And I wasn't and disappointed. I think I went in uh, just hoping for nothing too cheesy or nothing that would take you out of the movie experience. Um, and they didn't They didn't disappoint. The root, they seemed to know how to tap into the super fan like us. Right. Um, and when we get to the spoiler review, we'll talk about maybe things that we felt didn't work mm-hmm. or that were confusing. But I think overall, man, 22 films, put it on your shelf in a DVD collection. You cannot complain about too many of them. No, no. There's very few films that you're like, really? What was that all about? Well, um, let's talk about it. Let's really quick right now. Your top worst of the 22. I would say Ant-Man Dark and World, Wasp. Thor's Dark World. Yeah. I thought that was kind of useless, even though it introduced the ether, which we later found out was one of the stones. Yeah. And if you don't know that, that that's your bad. That's not a spoiler, man. Get the hell out of here. So... I think to me the worst one is is not Thor's 
Dark World, but it's amongst the worst ones. Um, I think I didn't really like uh, Ant-Man and Wasp with the ghost woman and the whole battle with Pym and the other guy. I thought it was a decent comic book movie, but not to be grouped into this. Yeah, just uh, him in house arrest. And uh, that, that one to me didn't work. So that's our two. Dark World, that... And then as a third, I th- one of the Iron Men was like kind of weak. Uh, I, th- I thought two into three, like if you took the best things about those two movies and put them together, you'd get a decent movie. But there was like a relationship with Tony Stark and a kid you in know the what, third though? one. That's going to come into play later. So yeah. I think that two Norman Rockwell character. Norman Sam Rock- Rockwell. <laughs> Sam Norman Rock- Rockwell, the he, painter. He that, that nice picture of Iron Man in the snowy background. <laughs> In the family kitchen, Sam Sam Rockwell. He played Tony's adversary in in part two. Uh, Sam Rockwell, you're you're thinking of uh, what Ivan with the whips? No, no, oh. no, 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 no. Oh, oh, Ivan's employer later on. I love that guy. He was one of the best bad he, person in any use movie. car salesman kind yeah, of guy. He's like, hey, yeah. you know, we can make this work. Buddy. Yeah, get it's a bird. Yeah, <laughs> get it's get him it's a bird. bird. It's like it's not we'll my get bird. Your bird. <laughs> it's not my bird. Not my bird. <laughs> One of the greatest actings of all time. So overall, back to your point, twenty-one movies plus this Endgame. I think you could just tip your hat and say, "Marvel, tip your hat. good job." Exactly, and that's how I went in feeling was, uh, "Can they do it one last time?" Almost like hoping, "Don't mess this up," and they didn't mess it up. So that was great. Epic is the only word I can think of. Like it truly was Endgame. Do you think the movie for like a non-fan though was epic? What kind of non-fan? Is it a, a non-fan that enjoys action movies? Uh, yeah. Because uh, there was action. There was plots of interest. There was story to be told. Even this late in the game, there was a story being told. You're right. But I think uh, the Russo brothers kind of didn't really care about uh, too much of, you know, it really was for the fans, a lot of the stuff. It was a lot for the fans, but the casual viewer would not be disappointed because you're right. You they had, wouldn't be you disappointed. You had love, you had loss, you had everything in there. I mean, but I feel they wouldn't get a lot of like the throwback references and a lot for instance, of you know what you I'm and saying? I. We mm-hmm. fanboy, we peed our pants, we loved it. Yeah, someone, I did. someone not so, so not so familiar with the background would have been. It's an okay movie. It's I a, enjoyed yeah. it. Okay. You know what? Here's That's a, why I always try to like take a step back as a nerd, as a comic nerd, and be like, would I have enjoyed this movie if I knew nothing? And yeah, there was a story and there was a mission. I would say it was very... Um, I kind of liked... Uh, no spo- no spoilers here, but their Ocean's Eleven kind of mm-hmm. twist on it. Like mm-hmm. there's almost a heist thing going mm-hmm. on. So I thought that was cool because you rarely see... One of the best kinds of movies are um like oceans 11 there's a plan there's a map and you don't know seeing the team yes. work individually to get that common goal cool and i like that they all had like little teams that went yeah. out that was pretty cool mm-hmm. all right cool so i think you're ready for spoilers i now? am so ready all right spoiler alert that movie was the bomb son. yo everyone <laughs> dies yo <laughs> the fact that the fact that they told so many so first of all every plot hole they've explained after the fact because there were the, plot holes. The directors, yeah. Yes, the directors right. have been. Let's in. talk about the first thing, brother. Mm. Thoughts on time travel in movies. You know, and they even tried to, they brought up uh, as jokes Back to the Future mm. and uh, Terminator because time travel causes problems in it movies. Does. It always does. And you can't say that at the end of this movie, you don't think there's going to be problems. Man. But I think they did that purposely to introduce new characters into Phase 4. This whole new timeline thing. All right, so for those of you that are a little confused, 
uh, and you've all seen the movie because if you haven't and you're around for spoilers, you're a jerk. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I love you anyway, but you're a jerk. <laughs> Something seriously wrong with you in your brain. But anyway, the whole the whole idea of that when you went back in time, it created a new timeline was really confusing for fans. They had to ask questions like, hey, when Cap goes back mm. and he's dancing with Peggy, well, are there two Caps? Like one of them frozen for all those years? The genius of the Russo brothers is whenever Peggy's Carter's husband was discussed, he was a man from... He, he he was a, a blank description of something that could fill in as you Captain mean America. earlier movies yes oh, wow. earlier movies her really quick TV show they never showed her husband they implied who it could have been but never confirmed it interesting but they left it where it doesn't it doesn't not jive that it could have been Captain You're this whole time me. you think they could have been thinking that the whole time think I about guess. how far back they're tie into an end game has been going on you're right like he go, visits her in the hospital in right. civil war i think right. and it, i don't know if it's civil war but she, when she passes away right. the funeral and, and this whole thing yeah. like so so everything everything they did kind of has a balance where you could say hmm, it's possible Man. a lot of people have a bigger and, and here's the thing in the movie theater i answered this question right away i was with a friend of mine and they asked me how did this happen and right away I've what answered, was it let me tell you oh, okay so people are like, well, supposedly they only had so much pin particle. How did Thanos get his whole army oh. back there? And I jokingly said, but I meant it. I said, dude, they reverse engineered it. Mm-hmm. You don't think you don't That's think Thanos group, said. You don't think Thanos is smarter than than Hank Pym? <laughs> I mean, he's not Reed Richards. He's yeah, Hank Pym. I, I saw that the director said that character Maw. Then as he said, "That's you know, one he, of his he children." Reverse engineering. I'm like, duh! How yeah. can you not think that? I mean. I mean, if you're looking to not have plot holes, you wouldn't think that way. But I was, I was apologizing for the film, you know. <laughs> so I was thinking for the film what they wanted me to think. All right, so let's clear up for those of you that are are confused. In the movie Thanos from 2014, we're talking about that scene when Thanos and his army from 2014 show up in the present, and it's like, yo, how did you guys get here? All of you guys. <laughs> yeah, so it's just this much left. I mean, you know, you smell it. Yeah, they had to mass produce that pin particle. And uh, there were there were other um, and and I love coming back from the movie and going to watch the new rock stars. Mm. Do you know the guys who do the breakdowns of the trailers? Yeah, Eric Voss. Yeah. Hi, I'm Eric Voss. Hey, like I'm him. Eric Voss. Hey He's guys, so a new, new trailer. I want to hug him sometimes. Damn, I love that guy. <laughs> I just want to hug him sometimes. He's amazing, and I don't watch any previews or anything, so I actually go back in time, not to use a you know cool mm. pun there, <laughs> but I, uh, I use some pin particles, and I go back and watch the trailer teasers and th- him break down what he thinks going to happen in the movie. He's like 85% right. Mm. Like He really does spoil, quote, spoil movies. But he's, he's a nerd on that level, which is a cool thing. I mean, you know. Oh, so many of his theories are... are Amazing. So uh, I love doing that. I love going back and watching Eric Voss be like, maybe this is what's going to happen. And I'm like, damn, you were right, bro. What did you feel uh, about another controversial thing that's talking about the fat Thor? Okay, so the, the thing with the fat Thor is I loved it. Like I actually, as it came on, I, I maybe I was disappointed that he didn't come back. But then I started thinking about, you know, fat door, fat, fat, fat door. door. I can't get through that fat door. I'm too thin. <laughs> fat Thor never became uh, buffed Thor mm-hmm. because they had kind of done that already. They had kind of done him where, you know, he was unworthy and weak, no hammer. 
and he came back like with a vengeance in Infinity War. Right. And so I think it was a kind of a nice tribute to all of us that have a little bit of a gut or anyone who doesn't feel like they're physically whatever. Mm-hmm. He fought valiantly obese. <laughs> More questions I had to answer being a Thor lover. I'm like, um, first of all, I thought it was funny. Yeah. I thought it was realistic because he he has been traumatized by every failure that he has he had been post, through post uh his, pa- his he mom failed. died he his failed. father died um he lost his original hammer um half of his people were killed yeah. if not more by by thanos he didn't hit him in the head at first these are all failures that have weighed on him all over and over again that put him in a state of depression which yeah. is what not caring gaining weight all those things that i'm like I'm glad they're addressing this in a funny way, but they're still addressing it. Yeah. I mean, and I thought at the end, if they would have miracly made his body buffed, I would have been more upset. Really? I mean, I, you know, I, you know I, why? Yeah. Because humans, he's not, he's not a magician. His lightning. He's kind of magical. His, his, his thunder power and his, all that stuff is not magical in the sense of, of mass manipulation. You ever see a, so The only okay. thing that kind of pissed me, well, the only thing that I thought was funny is when he did at the end start kicking ass, he, somehow braided his beard and ponytailed up that was hilarious it gave me it gave me a true sense of an asgar warrior yeah lebowski yeah. what's the big fat guy volstag yeah he was first volstag first who thing, has the little yeah, yeah. i thought it was like a small maybe tribute. that was a little throwback that was a little tribute to him like yeah. i could be fat and still kick ass you know by the way they no no spoilers never mind i didn't want to spoil a different movie that's one thing that that happens sometimes on spoiler reviews. Yeah. The people they don't realize they're spoiling another movie. Right. They think spoiler reviews for all movies. I've watched spoiler reviews of things and they're like, yeah, when they this character died in this other movie. But but think about that yeah. though. I think if if they're spoiling a movie that's more current, okay, a, an old movie is is, okay. is, is is a target. It's a fair it's target. A target. Okay. Okay. I mean, if they're, you're right. You're if right. If they're spoiling two brand new movies, that's jerk moves. You know. <laughs> all right. Wait. Uh, let's go back to, um, back to the Thor thing. Uh, I saw somewhere something funny that in uh, Thor Ragnarok, uh, it, it's the it's the YouTube channel, um, ch- uh, real life trailers, or something like that. Uh, honest trailers. Honest trailers. Yeah. They did honest trailers Ragnarok, and the guy goes, <laughs> in a movie where someone who controls lightning gets electrocuted, yeah. and he does a montage of America's yeah. Ragnarok. He's got the little thing on his throat. Okay. So funny. <laughs> So, uh, more spoiler stuff. Uh, your thoughts on um, the scene, which was an amazing scene. Renner versus Johansson. The Soul Stone scene. Oh. I didn't know how I felt about that scene. Like, it left me... Um, I knew it had to be her as they were struggling. The whole family thing. Yeah, I know. But here's the thing. Like, um, this is where I realized that Marvel had... had character developed perfectly along the way because I actually cared about both of them. Yeah. I, I, you know what? To me, when I first Avenger, I'm like, guy with a bow and we arrow. We always talk about him. I mean, yeah. You know, but and by, Renner is also not that likable as a, you know, as a char- as an actor. He's, I mean, he's supposed to not be because right. believe it or not, Hawkeye in he's the comics jerk. is a jerk. A complete jerk. Yeah. He's a complete jerk. So he's a good casting. Yeah. So I think, um, I think when the Age of Ultron where he goes into that scene where the Scarlet Witch and he's like, listen, this, this this place is floating. There's millions of robots out there. I have a bow and arrow. I mean, <laughs> that's when, what I fell in love with him. That's yeah. when he became more human to me. Yeah. Like he gets it. And I thought at the end there, I thought they were going to make him be the sacrifice because of the impact of him doing this all for his family. And then the no, way they they both 
caught each other and they did that, a twist double twist yeah that like, last thing like i sat there and I, go, I was like i was surprised when it was going to be renner mm-hmm. like when when uh, hawkeye was falling i'm like it can't be him and they established the family in the beginning so i knew it couldn't be him they seemed to have established that she was going to go you know with a little bit of pre sort of scenes where she made peace um i forgot the scene but it, i i kind of hint they kind of hinted at that she was ready to go and do everything to bring people back mm-hmm. I think she was in the office with their feet up, and someone walked in. When Captain walked in with That's sandwich. That's what it was. Yeah, with the sandwich. You know, it, to you me, want a piece of my sandwich. <laughs> she seemed like she was on her last straw in that scene, where she could have done anything to save everyone. It's time to give herself up. No. So when when it was her, I was I was at peace with it because how many movies? Uh, it's such a cop out where no one there is no like Shakespearean tragedy, mm-hmm. and you know Gamora to me kind of was, but I didn't have the same connection with Gamora than I did. No, with. I think I, I, I was upset that Gamora got it in the, in the previous movie. Damn, we but just spoiled the previous movie. We're jerks, <laughs> but I didn't think, um, it didn't, it didn't change my life that day. And, and the fact that, um, they, they offed widow to, to save everyone with it. So she, that, uh, Hawkeye can get the, the soul stone. I thought pretty brave. Brave. Cause, cause yeah. going to piss off a lot of people. Yeah. But I mean, it's like movies used to be, I think, and even the comics are a little bit more tragic. You know, so you need a little Definitely bit of that. More tragic. Yeah, everyone, everyone dies in the comics. They come <laughs> yeah, back. They come back, <laughs> but uh, they all die. Well, with this timeline thing now, uh, for example, in the movie, Loki uh, steals the Tesseract in the movie and can be like in a new timeline. Right. And so, I think Disney is making a TV show or right, something with him and somebody else as a as a as a main character. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I love Loki and could see him in his own thing, but does it take away from a weekly dose of him? Or I mean, that I might know. be too, that might be too much. It's, I always say small doses make everything better. Yeah, you know, because it makes you want more. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. If you get him every week or whatever they're going. Boy, do. were there small doses of a lot of characters in this movie? Yeah, they brought you know, back a lot of people. Like for example, uh, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. I mean, she was a prominent uh, character in the last one, and here she's in the background, like just moving her arms around. Just doing. Her Doctor dance. Strange. I mean, Spider-Man well, a little they'll bit. They'll come in until, towards the end of the, until, until towards the end of the movie. I thought everything was, was pretty amazing. I thought the fan service of Cap picking up the hammer. Man. The, yeah. You, oh, my, 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 uh, my the crowd went erupted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go early. You yeah. go like the first weekend. We, yeah. we're, we try to go when there's no people. It's like so I went that, that first Saturday I went and, and I was like, yeah, pick up that hammer. <laughs> And and it and the same thing Thor thought is what I thought. Well, not Thor thought. He what, actually get the said, little one. No, no. He uh, said when he said, "I knew it." Yeah, I knew the captain. The movement thing, and he didn't want to lift it to embarrass anybody. That's what the director said. And I yeah. think I think that when Thor said, "I knew it," I was saying, I said the same thing in my head. Like I knew he could pick it up. I all the don't time. think he was really well. He's picked it up many it times up. in the comics. Yeah, yeah, many times. So I, I do like. All right, let's talk about problems with the movie because we could just be gushing about it, which is, is it it has enough to gush about it. But a couple of problems. Number one, uh, the reason that I, I couldn't take that Thanos was stronger against the heroes in this movie, the 2014 Thanos. Are you crazy? It, without a without a gauntlet or anything like he had the gauntlet in the in this fight scene in Infinity War, and they almost got it off, and we're like. Making them bleed and this and that. So, here's here's all my, right. Uh, here, no. Counterpoint. I'm easily gonna jump on this one real fast. Go. In the first movie, he was an older Thanos, and and his theory was, I'm going to decimate half of the universe. I'm not gonna have to kill these people. 
right? Yeah. I don't have to kill these Avengers to get my final thing done. I'm just going to get the stones and make it happen. All right? right. So he was a more docile villain in that sense. Yeah, he still do whatever he needed to, to get done. Like, for instance, yeah, I'm sure if he had kept meeting more resistance, eventually he would have killed one of them. Okay. But he didn't need... Think of what movie... What what scene did he need to kill anybody? He killed Loki in the beginning. Yeah. Because he he was trying to get you know show him a lesson, but he already got the stone. At no point throughout the movie was he... He killed stre- the collector, didn't he? Well, uh, supposedly. Yeah, but yeah. There was no point throughout the movie where he felt stressed enough by the Avengers... That he had to put one of them down. You're he had, right. He had there the were ability. many opportunities. He had many like when he takes Gamora and says, "I like him." To uh, yeah, the 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 Star Lord, Star, Star Lord, Star Lord. Yeah, he but just like shoo, now. Now fast forward to 2014. He's th- super angry. He wants to annihilate everyone. 2014. Yeah. Thanos just watched Thor kill him. But still, that doesn't like, explain why he's physically strong. He he has always been physically strong. I know, but but without the gauntlet, he had his armor. Full armor all, all right. the whole time. I'll take. That. He was using his his double blade weapon for the first time and kicking people's asses. I thought, I thought that he actually had a, a resurgence of powers of bringing him back to the Thanos we all know. Yeah, the, the ass kicker, the yeah, destroyer. Yeah. That's true. He um, was a little bit more um, foreboding in the beginning, like end scenes and all that. They made him be all, all encompassing power. So that's mm-hmm. true. You're right. Mm-hmm. You would win in like a high school Marvel debate, maybe. <laughs> Against a high schooler right now, yes. <laughs> I hope so. me, definitely. <laughs> no. Um, so I thought, yeah, I thought the, my, my problem. So that was my little problem. So give me give me something that you, uh, maybe as a negative or like a little bit of a problem. Uh, I thought that, uh, you know, the fact that um, they, they, I think they impacted the time down the road and they played it off like they didn't. I thought that was a problem for me, but I'm sure they'll work it out because these people are smarter than I am making these movies. Two, I had a big, big problem when it came to. Um, Hulk? I, thought, I, I thought it was cute, yeah. But, but I really didn't like uh, Professor Hulk. I, I I didn't hate him, and no, at no point did I hate him. But I didn't see Hulk the whole movie. Agreed. I, I didn't, except when he was being funny when they get kicking the motorcycle. Like, oh, oh, right. <laughs> that was hilarious. So so the same journey with Thor that I had hoped. I hoped with Professor Hulk. Um. I hoped that Fat Thor was going to huge burst of lightning and be the original Thor. Like long hair, kind of, you know, it's a throwback. (laughs) Not even that Thor. That Thor is like short hair. Yeah, but they could have played that song again. I would have been like, yeah! That song is awesome. And Mjolnir back. Mm -hmm. And so like if Thor would have come full circle to the Thor I loved from the first movie, I think I would have just, you know, uh, peed in my pants kind of (laughs) thing. The Hulk, I agree. I loved Professor Hulk, like when they're at the diner and he was, remember the Ant-Man? No, 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 He's take like, a picture. Take yeah, a picture. He's like, come on, he feels that. bad. Yeah. It was like so human <laughs> moment. Like, yeah, so awkward too. So I, awkward. I felt uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> take the picture, dude. I know. So perfect. However, there was no payoff where I think I would have been happier if... when he had to snap his finger, he's like, I got to change. And that he would have changed into Hulk from Professor Hulk. You know what I mean? Like if he would have gotten bigger and then snapped and really gotten hurt, destroyed with the the gauntlet, I think that would have been even more effective to show the ending of Tony that it really would have wiped him out, that super super Hulk couldn't even kind of thing. You know what I mean? Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Um, you watched. It seems that you've watched the directors talk a lot. Yeah. What What was their reasoning for not? Did they talk anything about Hulk? 
uh, for and, not and the making stuff that him. You've seen? From the stuffs I've se- from the stuff I've seen, no, like there hasn't been. I think they wanted to. They needed a banner because of the whole gamma description and stuff, and going to the um, uh, back in time to get the time stone. Mm. They needed him to be smart. You know, they they needed Ruffalo to be like they didn't want him to be Banner again. Right. So they the Professor Hulk is in the comics. For those of you that don't know, uh, Hulk does become smart as the Hulk, but he's he's like full size in the comics. Right. And and he's <laughs> this uh, half size thing it, yeah, really pissed me off. Like, and like, he's wearing clothes. I like yeah. what he says. I'm wearing clothes now. <laughs> <laughs> Ruffalo again saving a lot of scenes there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was funny. You're right. Mm. It was funny. And uh, the animation was like out of this world. Like uh, the face capture was like, wow. I think it was the best Hulk because the first Hulk, perfect. Not the first Hulk. uh, Not um, (laughs) Eric Bana. Yeah, not that guy. Um, That was horrible animation. I mean, for back then, it was pretty good. But if if you go look at it now, it doesn't hold up. No, no. Um, Hulk in Avengers 1, beautiful. The, The next Hulk in Age of Ultron, not so much. When they gave him purple pants, ugh. The Hulk in Ragnarok, horrible. Right. Yeah, it was too cartoony. Yeah. It was too fake. Shadows and stuff were off. Yeah. I don't I know. Mean, I mean, I enjoyed the movie a lot, but my biggest problem with that movie was Hulk's captured, how they how they captured Hulk and, and portrayed him. Yeah. Um, do you know Lou Ferrigno that used to do the voice of Hulk? Yeah. The, Puny the God. Yeah. Yeah, that was hilarious. I'm like, why didn't they keep that for when... Thor, baby Thor, <laughs> baby arms. Because they got to give Ruffalo some lines. <laughs> You're right. It's kind of like when freaking Tom Holland takes his mask off every five minutes. Actors will take their mask off. How many but, times has Tony Stark <sighs> opened up his, uh, yeah, his suit? Man. Even even Rhodey takes off his suit. I got to there, give... There's uh, not one superstar actor that doesn't want to take off their masks. So well, they... they yeah. I've got to, I got to link up a video for you. It's just called "Does Marvel Overdo CGI?" is a great video, and um, it's great because it visits the first Iron Man where uh, John Favreau they built the that mm-hmm. uh, he you know he's in it. He's totally in the, suit. in the suit, and then even when he's in the other suits, it's a full upper like armor. And then towards the end, they completely animate the entire thing. All they wear is like a little kind of little reference thing, yeah. thing you know man uh, but i overall i think endgame was a was it was a great payoff um a lot of fan service a lot of closure a lot more questions a lot more openings for the future think about how little captain marvel played in the movie like, oh that should have been a, a lot of people were upset about that like that. like why wasn't she in here and what i granted everyone was going through drama and she is a universal hero not just the earth's hero yeah do you think it was a mistake to kind of they at the the end credit scene in Infinity War, which hints, let's call our, you know, Superman. Mm-hmm. Let's call our help. And all she did was bring kind of Tony Stark down from the ship, which was an important part to get Tony back on right. Earth as a reunion. But she didn't. She didn't do that one thing that the heroes needed. No, she didn't do anything. She didn't she, do she anything. Did anything. She didn't do anything that Peter Parker didn't do. Think about that. Exactly. She she carried the rock, right? <laughs> he carried the rock. I love. I did like the fan service where they had the female heroes lined up. I thought that was cheesy. Oh, uh, you know why? Because you're a sexist. <laughs> I thought it was, my wife said it was cheesy. No, no. I thought it was. I thought it was um, a tribute. So, so it he, was a tribute. I will. I will. I will co-sign with you. It was a level of cheese to it, but I thought it was a nice level of cheese. I thought it was a hey, listen, ladies, we see that you guys are important. 
So here, here's this little scene. All right, for you. you're, so right. You're, you're right too. You're right that it was cheesy, but I think but it they was, should have done the men as well. What if they the turn the camera on about like all the guys? Speaking of story, yeah. Um, what is the bald girl's name in the movie? Nebula. Nebula. I thought Nebula's journey from beginning to that end game movie powerful. I mean, just from her first Lord Guardians of the Galaxy to where she shoots herself yeah i thought that was so powerful like when she's tortured everything with her yeah, that's like, crazy she's such a she's a, a, such an underrated role and you know what i would have loved that came back from uh some past movie yondu yondu oh yeah. cool to have that like like hey boy yeah <laughs> people would have been like yondu that's all you would have heard it's like hey boy yeah. y'all got this party started without me and then something the yeah, yeah if if people can come back i mean they could have brought back yondu stuff like that but uh rocket um nebula and rocket great great think about this like he's pairings. a complete jerk they're both used to be loners, even though she had a sister. He's used to be a loner. They both find that they have a family that they actually care about now. Yeah. And the fact that when when he, uh, they come back, Nebula and Tony Stark come back, what's the first thing she does? She sits on the steps and Rocket holds her hand. Yeah. A very small moment I that I was so that. powerful. Yeah. I was like, wow. That shows you how far both of them have come. Yeah, you know? for sure. Well, I thought that uh, Rocket came back... Uh, I gotta be the captain mm-hmm. when he comes up to <laughs> Thor. Where he's like, "So you lost your sister, you lost your brother." Yeah. So uh, I thought that was his shining moment was the relationship between Thor. Oh my god, I would totally see a movie with just Thor and Rocket. I'm hoping well, they they pay that off. That little... when did he get on the ship with everyone? Was that towards the end? Like Thor yeah. is gonna travel? Yeah, yeah. Like when he said, it would "The, the Asgardians of the Galaxy." <laughs> There's a comic book now, As Guardians of the Galaxy. No. There is. So uh-huh. I thought that was a, a good homage and payoff too. But uh, I, they, they've hinted that these characters would do cameos again. Do you think they should just like stop and refresh everything? Like 22 movies. Is it 22 movies? Well, with Endgame, yeah. Should they all just like disappear and we keep a few of the leftovers? Like, you know, um, the newer ones like Spider-Man and, for example... If uh, if Captain America shows up in something, or there's a there's a Black Widow movie coming out, yeah, a total a people, prequel. So people are saying it's a prequel. The Russo brothers might be like, Nah, here, check this out. We <laughs> saved the bitches, cried for nothing. I still want to see Cap show up every once in a while. I still want to see um, look at his face. Thor show up. Look somehow. at that face. He's sexy. He's sexy. <laughs> I mean, Chris Evans to me is Cap forever. So yeah, I mean, to me, to me personally, there's never enough cameos. There's never enough this. Obviously, when he's like 60 and he physically can't lift the shield up as an actor, <laughs> put it down, son. Yeah, I I'm under the impression that they should um, either use this whole new timeline thing or just refresh everyone. But maybe don't use Cap right away. Don't have a new Iron Man right away. Uh, but so it, there's so many heroes they could. So here's a spoiler for you. All right. I don't know if you picked it up. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I only picked it up because I knew. Don't tell me about any kind of Spider-Man home. No. Uh, coming home. No, it's a spoiler to the same movie we were talking oh, about. Oh, okay. Endgame. At the end of the Endgame, when they're all at the memorial for Tony, yeah. they pan through everyone that's been in the movie. Did you notice that random kid? Yeah, I had to look up who he was. The kid. Yes, you don't know. He's the true actor that played the kid in, in Iron Man 3. Yeah. And and in the in the comic world, there's a kid called Iron Lad. 
Oh. And if you remember in Iron Man 3, Tony Stark gave that kid a full kit out There you go. Laboratory. That's one way to keep it going. So they can introduce Iron Lad without replacing Iron Man. Yeah. Because Iron Lad is part of the new Avengers or the young Avengers. Agreed. But Avengers. My, I guess my question is, do they need to stay in this universe? Like, couldn't this be... Um, even with these movies coming out after, couldn't they just close the book on this and start fresh? Like... Uh, with a younger Tony Stark. You don't think, they, don't think they're doing that already? Think about the... You haven't watched the commercial, so cover your ears. And then watch this. And skip this part there in the editing. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're, don't spoil anything. I, for those of you that are new here, I don't watch previews. There's and so something... when I'm sitting in the theater, this is embarrassing to admit, but I have earplugs. I bring earplugs. So when Spider-Man Coming Home previews come on, I put them on and I'm like, I close my eyes. Anyone looking over thinks I'm a freak. So he's a freak by nature, but that's why we love him. So there is... But I like to go in fresh. There is something mentioned in the preview for the new Iron uh, Spider-Man movie that allows you to believe that they are broaching the multi-universe. Multi. Oh, Miles. The mention of Earth 616 is said. Oh, wow. So once you hear that, if you don't know, Earth 616 is, is our Earth. Earth. Yo. Yeah, the Earth that uh, started all in the Marvel world, but it wasn't the last Earth. Yeah, because Miles Morales lives in a different... Oh, man, I hope they're making that next movie. I hope they're making the next Miles Morales movie. Into Spider-Verse. Same format or live action? What would you prefer? No, no, no. Same format. I want an... an so many people hated that format until they've watched the movie like eight times. Oh, the art. Because I've watch watched the, the movie like yeah, eight times But probably. have a great story, another great story. Come yeah, on, We man. need to stop this conversation. All right, so this episode does not have any photography. If you've waited this long to... <laughs> Why are these cameras here? Because that's what we do, son. They film movies with these. This is this is Russo uh, <laughs> clickbait. That's right. This uh, Avengers Endgame was filmed with the Canon 5D Mark IV. I hope not. You yeah. know they filmed it in IMAX. Yeah. The, did you see it in IMAX no. or no? No. No. I saw it. I saw it right in, in my hometown. Really cheap. So you know, I do want to see it in IMAX though. Yeah, you want to go? Should, Let's see it again. again. Should, I definitely want to see it again. No one wants to see it again with me. Let's uh, see it again in IMAX because uh, I want... Uh, I want to get the full experience. Uh, yeah. Love it. Awkward. Oh. All right. <laughs>